Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Yes, and we are here to talk to you about all things resilience and making sure everything is sane with you. So if you're just joining joining us first time on Facebook, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook so we can see your comments and just say hello. Say, hey, let us know where you're where you're at. We will love, love, love to comment to you and with you. So how are you feeling, Camille? I'm feeling good. It has been an extremely busy week, but a very productive week. And so for that, I cannot complain. It's also been kind of, you know, everything going on and waiting on election results, you know, has had people really glued uh, to the TV and me uh, in a way that I've never done before. I don't watch TV much at all, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, just kind of watching this unfold has been quite interesting. So, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It is so crazy because it's almost like doggone it you know what i mean it's like i wake up and then saying okay well i'm gonna wake up to a new president right and then all of a sudden it's like psych no you're not (laughs) same thing and then then the crazy part is there's actually no movement right like like no no movement movement like what's going on in the world like who's counting yes so this morning they said that they you know it's a way that they're they are counting and it takes like 10 to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. to a single vote in certain cases good morning good morning yes 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 hopefully you are too ma'am and congratulations on your announcement Miss Slay Queen, I saw that she uh, she's getting ready to retire. So congratulations. Congrats, congrats. Next year, right? 2021, June. So that congratulations to you. And want to say good morning to every, everyone, everyone out there. This is going to be a great, great show. So take this time right now in this beginning part to share. Okay, make sure you share this because we're going to be talking about the five uh, apology languages, ladies and gentlemen, the five (laughs) apology languages. Yes, yes, it is a such thing, five apologies. So what would you think about these first, Uh, Camille? How important is it to you? Um, You know. (laughs) Very, very important in relationship, in work, uh, in friendships. It's very, very important because if you don't apologize in a way that someone can receive it, um, it could damage a relationship that, you know, otherwise would be okay. Um, and so it's not like a one size fits all type of thing for apologies. I remember seeing this, um, it was a quote, you know, meme quotes or something like that. And it says, um, an apology has, uh, a good apology has three elements. And it says, I'm sorry, it's my fault. What can I do to make it right? But really, when I was thinking about this and going through and everything, um, there's five things and we'll hit on them, but five things that a good apology uh, has. And that's I'm sorry. It's my fault. How can I make it right? I want to change. And will you please forgive me? Mm-hmm. So um, there are more elements to that as well. And I think that in this, you'll find that, you know, if you're not sure what the apology language is of whoever it is you're dealing with, 
if you hit all those five points, it's going to work. <laughs> That's the main thing, right? Because we, it, it's certain elements that we need as individuals. But, but ladies and gentlemen, before we go too deep into it, I want to let you know that we have a good, good, big surprise for you at the yeah. end of the show. So make sure you stick around. Stick around and say good morning. Good morning, everyone. We love to see you here on the Sanity Check. We want to make sure that everything is going good with you and you ain't, uh, you know, flew off the off the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> okay, so starting with the first one. You ready, Camille? I am ready. I am ready. So with this being said, I just told you, you know, kind of a lot of us don't know what our, you know, language of apology is. And, and before I begin, how many of you guys out there actually did the test? Um, if you did, put hashtag and whatever your apology language is in the comments. Uh, I love to see them. And I just want to say hi to Angel and Talia and everyone else who has joined us this morning. But if you did, hashtag your uh, apology language on there. All right. So the first one I'm going to talk about is expressing regret. And I told you guys last time, the last time that I took it years ago, expressing regret was mine. And um, lo and behold, it didn't change. <laughs> you know, some things remain the same. So with this one, it really is an emotional language. OK, so for some people, especially with expressing regret, the words I'm sorry mean so much. OK, they go a long way. And some people have a really hard time saying I'm sorry. You know, and so if somebody else is like, well, you know, I didn't mean to do it. Um, and then they're like, well, you know, I apologize. Well, I didn't hear it as an apology, you know, because the words I'm sorry are very, very important for me to say that, yes, I hurt you. You know, my behavior was not in line with, you know, what we're doing or where we're going or even just that, you know, I did something that um, I know was going to hurt you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And so, you know, it's expressing that guilt and it's that um, the shame that they feel for hurting you or for causing you some pain. So expressing regret, you know, it, and it's not just that, but it kind of bleeds into the next one, which we'll talk or two more we'll talk about. But it's also not enough just to say, I'm sorry. I need you to know what you're sorry for. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I'm sorry I raised my voice at you. I need you to acknowledge that you knew what it was uh, that caused me that pain so that we can talk about it and I can express that I don't want you to do that again. And so a lot of times I know, um, you know, dealing with the kids and stuff and they be like, well, I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry for what? You know, and even at work, I'm like, sorry for what? What are you sorry for? And sometimes people don't even know. They just say, I'm sorry, because they think that's the thing that's going to, you know, smooth it over or appease the person. But they genuinely don't know what they did wrong. And so then when they can't express that, the person who whose uh, language of apology is expressing regret feels like, you don't even care. You didn't even know what what made me, you know, hurt me or caused me pain. So mm -hmm. how are you going to say sorry for something that you have no idea what you did? And so it's very, very important uh, with those who have the language of expressing regret that their partner or their co-workers or whatever understand that I'm sorry for X, Y, and Z goes a long way with us because it's an emotional thing. 
Yeah. And and so you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And and I think that it, it depends. It depends mm-hmm. on the situation, but it also depends too. And I know we talked about this before on how we go into a relationship. I think it's important for us to be able to talk about the situations where we didn't get it quite right, if that makes sense. Meaning, hey, I was in a situation and I almost lost a friend because I did not take their their apology as, you know, heartfelt. You get what I mean? But I did not know how to express that because it can come off as uh, not necessarily holier than thou, but it can come off a certain way if a person isn't prepared for it. Like if I say, look, I'm sorry. And then if you say, well, sorry for what? Well, I'm sorry for what you, you think I'm sorry for. I'm sorry for the whole situation. So it it, it, it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. So I believe that even throughout this, while we're talking about it, there is a conversation piece that needs to be had to let individuals know, hey, this is how I hear things. Mm-hmm. And this is how I don't hear things. So I need a little bit more uh, depth in between just I'm sorry, because you have individuals that can say, well, I'm sorry for the way you took that. And, and this is That's true. problem. You know, you know, so now they're flipping it, right? It's a judo mind trick. Right. But that, that's why this is so important is because when you're in relationship with people and I'm not talking about intimate, just intimate relationships, but any type of um, relationship where there an apology is owed. It's important that you know that. And, and it's important that we express that ahead of time. Look, you know, I don't need you to fix stuff for me. I don't need you to try to smooth it over. I need for you to tell me that you're sorry. I need you to, to know that you really, really um, feel a certain way about hurting me. Mm-hmm. And those people that say stuff like that, that's probably not their language of apology, you know? And so if somebody hurts you, how would you want them to apologize to you in a way. And that's the conversation that you can say, you know, have, Mm -hmm. you know, it may be that thing, but that means you're not even truly apologizing. You're not even sorry. So why even say it? Why waste my time? And that causes another wedge between people when people say something like, I'm sorry for the way you took it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's people that say, sorry, not sorry. You know, sometimes it's appropriate because Mm -hmm. you have to say what it is that you do. But when it's, being right or the relationship or when you're trying to mend it, yes. you have to learn the mm-hmm. the language of apology that that other person is um, more apt to receive Absolutely. or else you're just going to continue to drive wedges for what? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it does have to have another conversation piece. But this is a learning lesson for all of us that we can now understand what our love, our um, language of apology is. And so we can better express that to people. Absolutely. So if you want me to really think that you're sorry, this is what I need. And I need for you to say, I'm sorry. And you need to know why, mm-hmm. you know, and my kids, when I used to discipline them too, I went, I'm like, okay, don't forget that. You know what I mean? So I owe you one and you need to tell me why. And so my oldest daughter used to be like, okay. And I'm like, all right, you know, this is your punishment. Now you need to tell me everything that you did. And she's like, I did this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, there's 10 things. You only named eight. She's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lesson to be learned in that. Mm -hmm. For me, because my language is expressing regret. Mm -hmm. So I need you to know what you did so that you don't repeat that again. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to go through this again. So, you know, for expressing regret, that's very, very important. I'm sorry. And this is why. So here. So before we go into the next one, I want to ask you this, Camille, and everyone else that's listening. Do you give 
the type of apologies that you want to receive. You get what I mean? Do you give that? So is it that, hey, do, do you find a way to understand how the person is? Or do you say, hey, this is how I apologize. So this is how I know that I'm sincere. Because to your point, if you say, hey, I'm expressing regret in what I did. So that's what I'm giving you versus they may need some type of going into the next one, uh, you know, making uh, restitution. You see what I'm saying? So how do you do that? So for me, it's um, it's a learning process. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to accept that, but then I have to again. It's not when you apologize to somebody. It's not about you. It's about making it right with them. There you go. So you have to do it in a way that they can receive that. And it's trial and error. And sometimes you don't get it right. That's why I said if you hit all five of those things, mm -hmm. you know, then you're probably gonna get it right with that person. You know, I'm sorry. It's my fault. What can I do to make it right? How can I change? And will you forgive me? You know what I mean? And so you have that all packed. So they're going to hear one of those elements. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I do try. I do try um, to apologize in a way that the person can understand. And if they're like, that ain't an apology. And I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? How how can I express to you and that I really am sorry for this thing? Right. And I know what it is. Mm -hmm. And I know that I hurt you, you know, in this way. So what is it going to take for me? to express that to you in a way that you can receive that. Right. So I do try. Good good point. Good point. So so look ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all. Make sure that y'all uh share this, share this because like I said earlier or if you're following the page, look, this year has been extremely crazy, okay? And due to the amount of stress that we're dealing with, at the same time, you may express it differently. You understand? And so you may come off a certain way to people just because you're dealing with some stress, right? And so, yes, thank you, Miss Lily. She posted the quiz and you guys can go and take the quiz to find out how you need to receive apologies. But what I'm saying is, it's like, even think about the election. There's individuals that have no kidding, unfriend people on Facebook just because somebody is not voting for the person that they want them to vote for are you really serious really serious so check this out you're really about to unfriend someone that you've been knowing half your life just because they don't think the way you do right do you want a friend or do you want a mini you ladies and gentlemen so that's just something hey how you doing but i want to just um just let you guys know what this is about because the world is the world is going to get back to some piece of normality. And where are you going to be? Are you going to be holding on to mess? You get what I'm saying? Holding on to a grudge that really didn't watch this. Holding on to a grudge that didn't mean nothing in the first place. Yeah. Stop yourself. Grow up, if you will. So, look, we're about to go to this next one. OK, this next one is making restitution. So let me give you a little bit about that. All right, so this is an apology language. It offers to make restitution, perhaps saying things like, how can I make this up to you? Yes. All right, like, I know I've hurt you deeply. I regret that, but let me make it up, All right? Or you can say, what can I do that can make this right between us? Now, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, this is on a higher level of maturity. You understand? Because... If a person did something, follow me, if an individual did something, regardless if they meant to or not, they were there, 
when it happened. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so you can't act like, oh, I just woke up and I just did that. No, and it just happened. No, you, you made the steps and then you, you stepped in something, okay? <laughs> so the question is, when do you, as the individual that, that was the habitual stepper, say something, say, hey, look, how do I make this up to you? My bad. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, that's my fault. How can I make this up? Because we we talk about this before, right? What's most important, the situation or the relationship? And if you can't even open that up to say, how can I make it better? Then are you truly sorry? What you think about that, Camille? When you were saying that, you remember the um the song Hot Stepper? Yeah. That's what went through my mind. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But yes, it really is. Somebody, some people like, um, depending on your love language too. Yes. So depending on your love language as well, um, those things may look different. So if it was restitution for me, right? And my primary love language is physical touch. Um, restitution for me may look like a hug. Mm -hmm. You know, I need for you to hug me because I need to feel you can make it right by showing me the love and affection that, um, I feel like I deserve. Mm -hmm. Or if you disrespected me in a way, you know, giving me that hug and saying, you know, I'm sorry, uh, because again, my apology, language of apology is expressing regret. Mm -hmm. So giving me that hug and saying, I'm sorry for what I did, you know, and hugging me, I can feel it and I can hear the language in a way that, you know, resonates with me. But yeah, so making it right, it's important too, especially if you're in intimate relationships, to understand the love language so that you know how to make it right. Yeah. Even though they might want to make it right, flowers ain't gonna do it. No. You know what I mean? How can I make this right flower? I won't fly. I don't even like flowers. See? You know what I mean? So you, you can have a double whammy and mm -hmm. well. But um, yes, yeah, so you do have to, you know, it, it is really about making it right with that person, but making it right in the way that they can receive it. Yes. And so. also, and also check this out, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, really, really think about this. If a person tell you what it's going to take, for example, if you say, you know what? I, I really need a hug to make it right. And then, then you say, Ugh, I don't like hugging. So you didn't want to apologize in the first place. So don't don't listen, don't watch this. Don't offer that 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 branch. What is it? The olive branch, right? Yes, yes. That, but then you holding on to it real tight. Then you wanna now you Indian giving, you know. Now, yeah. now, now you're starting to renege on it. No, yes. if you truly want this, this is what I need from you. And then watch this too. And we're gonna get back, we're gonna go into this a little deeper, but you know, where keep that same energy when it's something that you want. Hey. Come on now. When, when it's something that you really want, you know how to fix things. If oh. you want to fix oh. things. Huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Say that. Yes. You know, nigga, ladies and gentlemen, people know when they did something wrong and they know how to fix it if they want to. But yes. it's something called ego, ladies and gentlemen. Ego. And I'm at the point right now in my life. I'm okay. Hey, listen, I don't have the energy. I was talking to Terry about this earlier. I don't have the energy anymore to give people the roadmap to me. <laughs> what? What? What am I doing? I got to teach you how to treat me? No. Yes, do. Listen, out of all this stuff that's going on in the world, you think I got a iota of energy to teach you? Listen, 
the way I handle myself in the situation is going to teach you. <laughs> this is true. Too. Hey, what you accept and what you don't accept also teaches people how to treat you. Hey, hey, Rosie. But yes. Yes, so that, that is important. But I, I, you know, talking about going back to what you were saying, people know. And when you tell them, you know what it takes and they decide not to, you know, it's like, OK, so you're choosing you're telling me that I'm not important to you. You know, not important enough that all I asked for you was to say sorry and mean it. You know what I mean? And you choose not to. I ain't saying sorry. I ain't apologizing for nothing. Okay. Well, so it's like this. It's like this here, right? This is my brother. He says, if someone doesn't feel they did anything wrong, do we wait on them to realize that something indeed happened or bring it to their attention? My thought is, if you're dealing with an adult, they know. Come on now. Listen, seasons change all the time every you know what time it is you right. dig? so right. you have to understand how much energy you're willing to divulge in bringing something to somebody's attention you know when the energy ain't right okay you do yeah so i actually um i did a little bit of research on on this same thing is like you know what do you do with the apology you never receive or you know if a person genuinely doesn't uh, believe that they did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. so you can, uh, that apology that you never receive, I don't want to go into it too much because we're going to be talking about forgiveness, you know yes. what I mean? But sometimes you just have to forgive them anyway, because mm -hmm. for you, at that point, you can hold on to that stuff. It's only making you sick. That person going about their business. Mm -hmm. You have to know who you're dealing with too. You know, if they never understand, you know, they're never wrong about nothing. They never want to apologize. Is this a person that you really want to be connected to? You know what I mean? That doesn't have any sympathy, empathy, can't see the other side or anything like that. Is this really going to work? Friendship or relationship or whatever, you know? So sometimes you have to make a choice and forgiveness is a choice. You know, yep. whether the other person gives you an apology or not. Mm -hmm. And that's the deal. Yeah, it's your peace. So you got to sometimes just say, you know what? It's, it's great. But 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 see, the thing is, and, and this makes a great point. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I want to say good morning to everybody. What's going on, Jay? It says it takes a lot more energy to care than not. To. You're absolutely right. So, but you got to ask yourself how much you want to give into the situation. Because look, you can still forgive a person and just leave it alone. Like, okay, I know how this individual is when it comes to that. I'm straight. Yeah. I'm going to keep it pushing. Guess what? I loved you yesterday. I'm going to love you tomorrow. Okay? No love lost. Right on. But watch this. You, it, it ain't going to happen two times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guarded. We we're like, okay, well, I know where to go with you, and we're not to. You right. know, I can still love you. You know what I mean? And and you can do what you do, but I ain't telling you my secrets. No. I'm not telling you my, you know, I'm not inviting you to the to the barbecue family barbecue. No. We're just gonna be homies. We're gonna be friends or whatever. It's a little different in relationships. We That's do right. it, but um, you know, there comes a, everything is a choice. Life is yes. a choice. Yes. And so you decide if you want to forgive. You decide if you want to still be in union. You decide, you know, if you want to say, OK, but I think that you should always bring it up. Let me just say that. I think that if you feel wrong, because when we hold on to that, somebody has has wronged us or we feel wronged. Sometimes it's a miscommunication and it's simply, you know, I thought this happened or this is how I felt when you said something. People go, oh, I didn't even mean it like that. You know, I wasn't even thinking you know, that way. And I, I'm sorry that I offended you or whatever. And it very quickly 
uh, repairs the relationship. So I think that you should always bring it up, but you have to know those people who are just not going to apologize because of their ego or because of their hurt or whatever the case may be. Um, and then you have to make the decision. Like he said, you know, uh, you're going to eat. It just ain't going to be at my table. Or, you know, I'm not going to That's the deal. And listen, it doesn't matter who the person is. You are ultimately responsible for your peace. Absolutely. You are responsible. Nobody else. So listen, I don't have to. You don't. And this, hopefully people can get what I'm trying to put down, but you don't, it's not your responsibility to release other people from their wrongdoing right. on you. You get what I'm saying? But listen, hey, ladies and gentlemen, before we, we get, get too deep into it, because we're talking about the other apologies without giving it definition and substance. So I, first, I want to say good morning to everyone. I know this is a great topic. Make sure that y'all uh sharing this, right? And make sure individuals are, are, are connecting and then that you're learning. Because ultimately, this isn't about, oh, this, I remember this person did me wrong because I know my apology, you know, language. Okay, but what do you do with this information that you have now? Yes. You understand? So, but going into the next one. All right. You ready, Camille? I'm ready. I'm ready. So the next one that we have is accepting responsibility, right? And so this is a huge one for me too. I, I, I said that I thought that maybe, um, you know, my love language had changed, but it actually did not, <laughs> didn't change much at all. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that if anything, my secondary would be accepting responsibility. Mm -hmm. right? And so this one really is, is expressing why I did what I did, why I behaved mm -hmm. uh, badly. And then it's not like, well, she pushed me to do this. Nobody can push you to do anything that you don't want to do. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. again, life is a choice, but it's taking responsibility for your actions, the way that you responded in a situation or the things that you did, um, you know, in that situation and just saying, you know what? It was my fault. You know what I mean? It was my fault that I did this. I'm sorry that, you know, I hurt you in the process or I was inconsiderate of your feelings. You know, I did not think about the other side of it. I just did what I thought was right at the time, you know, but there are consequences, you know, intended and unintended for every choice. And so I accept my responsibility in this situation for the way that you're feeling right now. Even though that person has to accept responsibility for the way that they feel, we all have emotions, you know, and people's like, well, you don't have to get mad if you want to. Well, you usually make that decision kind of after you get mad and you go like, you know what? It ain't even worth it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. you feel that. But for somebody else, accepting responsibility is really for the other person to admit that they were wrong, mm -hmm. accept responsibility for that wrongdoing, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whatever that other way to express that to that person, you know, again, that love language or whatever, I accept responsibility. I hurt your feelings. Give me a hug. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do this again. And I thank you for bringing it to, to my attention, you know, so that I can work on this. Or this is an area that I know I'm not good in and I have to work on it because you're important to me. You know what I mean? So accepting responsibility really is um partially accepting, I mean, expressing regret for it, 
but also acknowledging your own wrongdoing, no matter what the other person is about me. I could blame it on the traffic. I could blame it on this person. I could blame it on my mama. I can blame it on the alcohol, whatever it is, <laughs> but it's accepting responsibility for my part in the wrongdoing that caused you harm or hurt or pain. So no excuses. You know, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Um, you know, there's no excuse for that. I take full responsibility. What all of that is, is accepting responsibility for your part in the, the hurt uh, that the other person is is feeling and, and, and letting them know that, look, no matter what it was, you're important to me. This is my part. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. So have you ever, I mean, you know, accepting responsibility, I'm going to say is hard, especially when it's something serious that you've like really, really done. And you're like, oh, geez, you know, and people want to look for excuses to blame everything instead of just saying um, it was my fault. Like I'm wrong, you know, and, and some yeah. people let the relationship go because it's so hard to accept responsibility because people are blamers. You mm -hmm. know, nobody wants to be responsible for hurting someone else. But have you ever been in that situation where it's just been accepting responsibility has been so hard that you're like, mm, this relationship ain't worth it. <laughs> no, you know what? I think it was well, here. I'm going to speak to that in a minute. But so to sometimes I say sorry, even when I don't do something wrong as a peacemaker to those I really care about and they care about me. So what I will do in the past was re I would express regret for who I was or yeah, who I was in the situation, the cause, the infraction, if that makes sense. But what I have to, what I've grown to be more in tune with is understanding who I am, but understanding the other individual and being able to say, you know what, based off of who I am, that was not right for me to do to you. Right. So I'm not apologizing. I don't have regrets as far as who I am. I regret what I did, genuinely what I did and how we caused the rift. Yes. You understand? So it took a while and, 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 and it's still work in progress. But yeah, I mean, the ego is all in it's, it's in our veins. You understand? It, it is a part of us. Mm -hmm. You cannot kill the ego. You have to use it to when you need it. You understand? You can't kill something that's a part of you. That is who you are. But when you use that ego in a negative way, because it's preventing you from holding yourself accountable for goodness sakes, that's all it is. We're like, yo, ah, man, okay. I acted this way and it hurt, you know, my daughter, my sister, brother, my mother or whatever the case it is. Let me chill out and ex really express that. Uh, my bad. You, yeah. you know what I mean? It goes to expression. Good yes. or bad. And it's the way that you use it. But can I um, I want to um, go to Rochelle's point. You mm -hmm. know, about the apologizing, even when you didn't do anything wrong, mm -hmm. um, th that can be harmful in a way, harmful yes. to you. And mm -hmm. sometimes absolves the other person of taking responsibility That's what I mean. yeah. for what they, they've done. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't just apologize to be apologized, and especially if you don't know why you're apologizing, just to keep the peace. No, some people have to deal with whatever it is that's going on. And it's not about necessarily keeping peace because ultimately, and, and this is a people pleaser um, uh, personality. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, but 
you get used and stomped on and people, you know, you just be like, I'm just apologizing for nothing. What I even do? Exactly. And it leaves you at a deficit. And you don't want to do that. You want to know why you're you're apologizing to someone so that you can appropriately apologize and you know that you don't have to, you won't be misstepping again, which takes that conversation. And mm -hmm. then you just don't want to be giving out apologies just to like, because then if you keep doing that, then they mean nothing. Right. And eventually people see that, but it's mm -hmm. toll on you. Mm -hmm. Let people take responsibility for what they've done. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times people are blamers. Yeah, and there you get accepting responsibility yeah, for what they've done. They will blame another person and make them feel so bad about that thing that they're like, dang, well, what did I do? And now you carrying all this load when no, you need to say, uh-uh, okay, I apologize for the way I that I made you feel if you felt that way, but you know what I mean? You also have a responsibility in this. Mm -hmm. you know, if you didn't do what you were supposed to do, why am I apologizing for it? And, and, and that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. The thing is, is mm -hmm. look, I don't need you to I, listen. I don't me personally. Right. It comes a point in time, especially if you're dealing with adults. Mm -hmm. We're grown. Mm -hmm. You understand? We're grown. Let's look at the whole totality of the situation. Yes. Did someone wrong you mm -hmm. or did you play a part in that? Yes. And who was the bearer of the situation? If you're waiting for somebody to, to someone else point to wave that white flag and you was wrong, you will be waiting till the cows come home. Hello. You feel me? Because other than that, what am I apologizing for? What did I do? Now watch this. Don't get mad. Now, here's another piece. Here's the switcheroo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh -huh. Don't get mad at something that you did, but now you're expecting someone to apologize or to give you the grace yes. to, to remove that apology that you owe. So it don't get mad when a person ain't giving you that. Like, yes. no, keep it pushing. Hey, because look, watch this. Hey, you did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I and listen, I got four or five um white flags in my back pocket. Not one for you. Not one for you. You know what I'm saying? Because the situation yeah. you perpetuated it, if yeah. that makes sense, right? Yes. And let me say this too. You cannot apologize for someone else. Someone else's bad behavior, especially right. not an adult. A child, you can, yes, and then you teach them. That's why we say, no, you need to apologize to this person for doing X, right. Y, Z. I don't care if you have a um, tantrum or not, you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. I had an incident where I was parking cars at the fair really quickly. Parking mm -hmm. cars at the fair. So, you know, we have um, instructions how we have to park people where they can keep them from getting tickets. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to direct this guy to the thing. He starts yelling at me. I want to park there. And I'm like, look, I'm just doing my job, you know, going to this parking lot or not. I really don't care, you know. So I'm directing traffic. He, I don't want it. And I was like, look, I'm not arguing with you. Park wherever you want to. You know what I mean? I have a responsibility. If you get a ticket, then that's on you. Whatever. He gets out of his car. He starts calling me every name in the book. I'm here in, in Georgia, middle Georgia. So y'all can imagine what those names are. Mm -hmm. Telling me that's why I need to go get a job. That's why I'm working, doing this piddly stuff. Uh, sir, I'm volunteering. I have a job. I have a whole mm -hmm. career. Thank you. But, you know, I didn't I didn't go there. Well, he got out of his car, starts yelling at me, starts saying, all calling me all kinds of stuff. Another gentleman, African-American gentleman came over and was like, you're not about to call her that. I'm not going to sit here. And his wife is like, stop. And I'm like, y'all, I'm good. 
like mm-hmm. park wherever you want to. So his wife jumps out of the truck and says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the way that he's behaving. I'm so I said, ma'am, I don't accept your apology because it's not mm-hmm. yours to give. Mm-hmm. He's not sorry. So it means nothing to me. You can't apologize for his bad behavior, especially when he's still exhibiting the bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Like stop apologizing for people who owe their own apology. If they don't mean it, there's nothing you can do about that thing. Hey, it's not gonna make me feel any better coming from you because you know what? It gives me an apology. Yes, you know what? And I would say this too, because we gotta get ready to take a break. But ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to think about that. You know, uh hear this with your third ear if you don't mind. Try doing this. Don't expect apologies from individuals that was not the corporate if that makes sense. There's a lot of things that we have experienced and individuals want to apologize for those things. No, you can't apologize. You know what? I'm sorry that my sister did that. I'm sorry. that. No. Okay. Me too. I'm sorry too. But is she sorry for what she did? No. Right. No, she ain't. You know why? Because she wanted to do that because therefore somehow, some way she was benefiting. from what she did or she got something out of it if you will from what she did so you can't apologize for what that person did you know and 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 this be real quick too there's individuals and there's certain situations where individuals will apologize on behalf of other grown individuals no no don't do that because look they was there and look you was there too and it's cool you understand but no don't do that but anyway we're getting ready to go ahead and uh take a break but before we do i want to let everybody know that uh this is the sanity check and good morning good morning good morning and uh we have a big 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 surprise for you at the end of this show so stick around if you're just tuning in and you're on facebook make sure you go to streamyard.com forward slash facebook just so that your comments can pop up just like this negative absolutely right but we will be right back stay tuned and while we're going through this please make sure you share 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 because this is some great information okay later If you're looking to buy or sell anywhere across the 50 states, contact Jamila Seals. Jamila is a realtor with Keller Williams Marquis who exudes credibility, commitment, and determination while serving the Metro East and Scott Air Force Base, Illinois areas. Her warm and friendly approach combined with unparalleled communication skills and enthusiasm for helping others allows her to connect and provide clients with the best possible service and experience. There are three things she does with and for her clients. First, negotiate deals for you. This means she'll treat your money like it's her money. Second, guide you through a simplified process which means she'll provide sound advice to ensure you make an informed decision in identifying or choosing the right house for you. And last but not least, creative marketing. She'll provide a cutting edge marketing plan that's tailor made for you. Bottom line, she's going to get the job done properly and not let you down. So if you're searching for your new dream home, give Jamila a call today at area code 618 602-8751. Again, that's 618-202-8751.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to the Sanity Check. And we're talking about the five apology languages by Gary Chapman. So make sure you go and check out that book. It's great. And you can also go to the website and just take the quiz, right? Take the quiz to see how you receive apologies. Just some real good information because it's, this can help individuals learn how to apologize to you. But you have to be willing to tell them. So if you're just tuning in, we talked about the expressing regret. And then we talked about making restitution. Right. Then we also talked about uh, accepting responsibility. You understand? And all of these coexist, if you will, it could in one simple statement that uh, Camille had said earlier. What was that statement, Camille? So to cover all of your bases is I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's my fault. How can I make it right? Mm -hmm. uh, what can I change? And then please forgive me. That's right. <laughs> and that talks to all five of the languages of apology. So if you're not sure which one it is, just hit them all. Hit yeah. them all. <laughs> That's right. So we want to say good morning to everyone. Give us a hashtag. Let us know where you're at. Right. This is real good information. And again, I'm going to keep repeating this until the end. We have some great information for you at the end of the show. We're very excited about this. Very excited. So the next one, the next one, this is mine. This is my favorite well, maybe because it's mine, but it, I wouldn't say that this is my favorite, but it, it, it it really speaks to me and for those of you that falls in line with the genuinely repenting okay to genuinely do that so let me talk to you a little bit about that what that looks like so this is being able to express the desire of change okay like desire of change like yo hey what can i do to do something better that's how i am Personally, you know, so when I hear someone that is equal to that or they're willing to change, that lets me know that they're really about their apology and that they want to move forward in a relationship. So, for example, the statement can sound like, um, I don't like what I did, first of all, because now you're putting your feelings in it. OK, so you're saying I don't like what I did and I don't want to do it again. Can we talk? You see what I'm saying? Something that small. Look, yeah. it's only like da, 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 eight letter, eight words. Hey, I don't like what I did. Look, let's talk. Okay. Because there's a sense of a shift, right? There's an emotional shift and or there's a, a rift in a relationship. And sometimes people need that just to even start the conversation. You just can't act like something didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like something didn't happen. And all of a sudden you're like, yo, what's up? Uh, you still there? Uh, was here the last time. Listen, hey, ain't left, still here. You dig? So, so you can talk, you can do it that way, or you can say, Hey, can we put together a plan that uh will help me to stop doing this? So, it, there's still some responsibility in there. Can we come up with a plan? Mm -hmm. can, you see what I'm saying? Can we come up with a plan to stop? For for me to stop doing this because apparently I'm struggling and I, I understand this. You brought it to my attention or even if you didn't bring it to my attention, I feel it. I feel this energy, but I know it hurts you. Yeah. You see, yeah. I know it hurts you. So that's the key. That's the key. You, you said you said that will work on me. Yes, <laughs> about it because a person is saying, yo, hold on. 
I'm sorry, but I need your thought process so I can learn how not to do this anymore. That is some real, real stuff. Can you dig it? What you think, Camille? I, I can dig it. You know, I've I've heard, heard my whole life um, the best apology is changed behavior. Hey. You know, and so that that falls in line with this one right here. You know, is um, how can I change? And it's a a um, that person is taking responsibility for their part so much so they care so much about you that they're willing to change something about them to make the situation right. You know, and it's that change behavior. Like when people, and I'm just going to bring it up, you know, we don't talk about it too much, but you know, when people are in a relationship and there's infidelity or there's somebody spent up all the money, like, dang, you know, I'm sorry is not good enough. You know, and they'd be like, well, I said, I'm sorry, but then you did it again. Like nothing about your behavior changed. So why should I continue to um, forgive you when you haven't even really apologized because your behavior is still the same? Spending up all the money out of the account. You know we have bills, and I've told you you don't need fifty five hundred pair of shoes. You got five hundred. You only wear ten. You know what I mean? Pick another one. But you continue to do that. Continue to exhibit that behavior that's causing the rift. And so when I see that other Amazon, I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. That Amazon box come up on the uh, the porch. You're like, really? Like I just told you, we don't have the money. You said that you would stop buying because you haven't worn what you already have. Yet here's another box on the porch. Mm -hmm. I feel like you didn't apologize or it wasn't sincere. Maybe you just said that to shut me up in the moment, but the behavior hasn't changed. Yes. So, you know, that's it. it, You know, no, no, I can dig that. And so, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about the genuine, genuine repentance it is a change it's a it's a mental shift and it's also a willingness yes. you understand and but that means that you have to be willing to listen to the person because they are giving you a blueprint to what that apology really should be or sound like or some change so for example i can't read your mind all right if i ask you hey what can I do to put a smile on your face? Think about that. Can I, listen, now, now look, I came up with it. It sounds good. You see, what do I need to do to put, to change that frown, right? Upside down. Yeah. So, but when I say that, I need to really listen and then work in that way. Now, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, you may not be perfect, but that first step is showing me, okay, you're serious. And then when it comes down to relationships and being in a relationship and, and being married and everything, you, you're you not going to be perfect every day. But when a person brings something to your attention and you consciously hear them, so you're like, okay, this is new for me. All right. This is new for me. Give me baby steps. Let me crawl to it, but don't expect me to run. Let me crawl to it. Give me a way that I can crawl and then to change, but give me grace too. So it goes back and forth. After expressing what you need, what type of genuine repentance that you need. Mm-hmm. And if this person say, hey, what do I need to change? And you give that person that, you also have to give them room to follow suit. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. you, you've been in a situation like that when you told somebody something one time and then it happened again. And you're like, yo, I just told you this. And he said, no, I know, but... I still, you know, 
I, and I might be guilty of that. And here's the thing, too, about that. Right. So I've, I've been on both sides of the coin. Yes. Um, because when you say that and if that person's apology, what you have to really take into account is, is it something I can really sustain? Yes. You know, is it something that I can do for the long haul? Mm -hmm. or is this something I want to do for the there? Long it is haul? because there's some things about me that I absolutely love mm -hmm. and without them, they wouldn't be me. Now, it may irritate the life out of someone else, you know, and I don't want to lose that part of me. So I say, is it something I can really do or we need to have a conversation? I can do this much because I really enjoy this. You know, is that going to be enough? You know, and even like, you know, in past relationships or whatever, when it comes to infidelity and things like that, that person apologizes. And I'm like, OK, can you not do it again? And at some point I have to go, OK, I know that this person can't do this. Mm -hmm. I'm asking something that they're unable or unwilling to do. Mm -hmm. So I have a choice. Do I put up with it or do I walk away? Mm, yes. And so sometimes you have to walk away. It doesn't and, mean you yeah. hate a person. You doesn't doesn't mean you don't love them. It means that there are some things that are damaging to you that really and then those things that can really suck the life out of you and put you in a deep, dark place. And, you know, by staying there, they continue to do what they're going to do. You're going to continue to be dying, you like see. literally dying. Yes. So I have to choose life. You have to. Walk yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and how many times is is really it depends on, I think, the the severity of the thing. I think that it depends on your threshold. I think that it depends on what you are willing to accept or, you know, not really. So it's a personal there is no blanket statement on that. It is a personal thing. How yes. many times do I want to go through this? It How is. many it's, times do I, you know? Yeah, it is a personal thing. And also it's a it's a situational thing too. Mm -hmm. Because if you're dealing with someone off the street, it's like, okay, fool me once, my bad. Right. Now, next time, I'm straight. It won't be a next time. Can you dig it? It right. won't be a next time because I ain't going to let that happen. But ladies and gentlemen, if you want to call in and give your feedback, here's a question, though. How about you? How many times do it take you to accept an apology without change? Because that's the key. That's the key. You have to set your up yourself up for these type of things. Right. And especially when you love a person, when you love a person, you are really uh, being vulnerable to being let down. You understand? You you are you're opening up yourself to that. When you truly love a person, you're saying, "Okay, cool. I love this person so much that I know they go jack up tomorrow. Yes. It's something. I know that." But think about this: there was a time when someone gave you grace. Absolutely. Right on. Because listen, you did not come out fully who you are today, no. and no. it was not the grace of other individuals that you were able to learn about yourself. Because life is a lesson. You it see is. What I'm saying? And either you learn from someone else's experiences or you learn from yours, one of the two, but hopefully you learn. Yes. And then there's another part to it that I want to say, you know, sometimes um, those things, especially in relationships, they challenge you, you know, is what I'm asking uh, unreasonable? Mm -hmm. Is it an ism? 
Is this something that I could really live with? I just, you know, choose not to, or I've always had these habits and, you know, I don't want to break or I've expected this from somebody, but it doesn't work in this relationship, you know? And so sometimes you have to take stock too, you know, is it really damaging or is it really that bad? Or am I just like super picky over nothing? Like, is it going to change, you know, our finances, the way that we live or whatever, or is it something that maybe I need to work on? That yeah. I have some stuff from the past that like, I don't want to do this. I'm, you know, some fears, some insecurities, some isms yeah. because I picked them up from my parents or whatever the case may be. Is that really important? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so sometimes we have to take a step back because there's some things that I've had to let go in relationships too that weren't serving either one of us. And it wasn't damaging to the relationship. It just irritated me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, why does it irritate me? Right. Well, why does it really even matter? It's yeah. not even that big a deal. Let it go. You know? And so I had to relinquish mm -hmm. some of that control mm -hmm. um, because we want to control everything around us. But um, I had to relinquish some of that and say, is it really that bad? And even in parenting, I had to do it differently with my youngest daughter. Mm -hmm. And there's some things that I absolutely let go that I would not, my oldest daughter is on here now, that I would not allow my oldest daughter to do, but they're two different people. And then when I think back, I'm like, that was stuff I picked up from, you know, my parents or somebody else. And does it really matter? It, it really matters. Do it matter? Does it even apply to the situation exactly because, why am i overreacting right, because over? sometimes we will put so much on the situation that really wasn't that serious and what we is? want a person to get on their hands and knees and kiss your tail yes I really really went away hold on wait now we have to take responsibility for us is it really that serious is it really that serious because listen if it was that now this and, and, and when it comes down to the genuine regret, ladies and gentlemen, think about what you want to receive from that. Now, do you want this individual to change that action or do you want them to change who they are? Because you said something earlier that, was like, OK, this is really a part of me. I don't want to hurt you. So give me the tools that I can prevent myself from hurting you. You get what I'm saying? Not necessarily help you build walls up so I can't touch you anymore, if that makes sense. However, how do I do what I need to do, but to still be me in the process? Because you love me for who I am. You're right. You, you see, watch it. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you love whoever for who they are. So love them enough to give them the tools to show that regret but to also build a better relationship instead of saying, you know what? I don't like this about you. And that hurts my feelings. Everything that you do in this lane mm -hmm. is out of line. And when, we're, ask yeah. when we're asking that too, again, our choices and that those demands that we have have intended and unintended consequences. See? You asking a person to change that one thing about them, about them may change everything. Right. And is that what you is it worth it? Because mm -hmm. people will say, okay, well, you don't, you know, they, they hear you don't like who I am. And they stop doing everything. Mm -hmm. And you're like, dang, you know, in your mind, you're like, well, I just asked this one thing now. It's a whole different person I'm dealing with. You have to again know the person, you have to know what you're asking for, and you have to think about those other things that may change along with that. And then again, that's where you have to make a choice. Is it something I can deal with or is it not? Do I stay here? Do I walk away? Do I have another conversation to say, okay, now you went too far? You know, I was only asking for this one thing, but you just went way too far. Now you ain't talking, you walking around with an attitude. Yada, yada, yada. Like, 
I didn't want it to be like that. I just wanted to tell you that this one thing. There you go. Right. I because, love who yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. I just don't love this one thing. Because right. You know what I mean? Because, because see, because, because look, ladies and gentlemen, you can be involved with a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and they can be a driver. Mm -hmm. What I mean by a driver is an individual that has the, the, the energy to, you know what? I heard what they said. I love this person. So I'm going to go a hundred percent at it. See now watch this. Now that hundred percent. Now you're like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, no, shut up. Check your mouth because see, you made it a point to stop me in my tracks, and now I appreciate it. But now that you gave me what I need to make it to not do that again, I'm every so basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm going to mentally attach everything that may be associated. That's that passive aggressive. No, 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 wait, no, but hold on. Now, see, you can be passive aggressive, but you can also be assertive in it to the point where you know what. I know what was right or wrong, but I'm a driver. So I'm not doing it. A person may not be doing it to be uh, condescending, right? True. If they were, then that would be passive aggressive, but I'm a people pleaser. So I want to please you to the point where anything that I think is remotely close to what I did before, I don't want to do it. So to your point, it's very important to make sure you have that conversation. Hey, this time in this situation, in this instance, that's what I, I can dig that. Right. right. Everything else is cool. Like you got this. You you need to make sure you give individuals their left and their rights. Yeah. You see, because some folks can go hog wild and just, you know, erase the whole relationship just they based can. off of that. They can, but don't lose yourself, even if people please us. And that's what happens. Don't lose yourself in that, you know, because then I'm gonna tell you what happens because I've been there. And well, I say it happened for me and for a lot of people that I know. When you do that and you're going a hundred and you're driving and you're worried about the other person, there becomes a void in you. And then there's this internal conflict. And then you start resenting the other person and you start blaming them for your unhappiness because I'm doing all of this to please you and all of this to make you happy and I change and I apologize and and you ain't done nothing. You're reaping the benefits of me giving everything that I have and now I'm empty. I'm left empty and I'm hurting and you're not pouring back into me the way that I need to because I've spent so much time. I have created this, um, you know, uh, expectation of me that I'm always doing, doing, doing. And so you're just on the receiving end. You fat and happy while I'm over here starving, you know, bones sticking out. And I'm like, you know, and so we have to be careful. When we do that, because some people will go over and above and try to do all of those things. You completely lose who you are. You're so on edge trying to make sure you're doing everything because you don't want to offend that person. So you feel like you're walking on eggshells all the time. So you still have to be true to who you are and you still have to uh, require people to do right by you as well. Even if you are a people pleaser, Mm -hmm. don't lose yourself. You know, you were created this way for a reason. You know, you have a very special place on this earth and it's not to, yes, we serve, but it's not to be somebody's maid and to be walked all over and to empty yourself without them having, you know, requiring them to do those things for you either. So please just keep that in mind too, as a person who's been there and knowing several people who are the same way, even if you do that and you go hard, 
make sure you're still filling yourself up or make sure you're requiring something. And that's time. it. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely yeah. right. It, it's so important. It's so important. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, and I'm sure you've probably been on for a while, we've been at this for a good hour or so. But so we're talking about the five apology languages by Gary uh, Chapman. And we went over the expressing regret, okay, making restitution, accepting responsibilities, and genuinely repenting. So this next one that we're going to talk about, in my opinion, is the easiest one. It's the easiest one. This next one is requesting forgiveness. So just, just lay it out real quick. So what this is, is so simple, ladies and gentlemen. How, how about if you say this? Will you forgive me? Look at that. Will you forgive me? Or another statement that you can use is, I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me and or say, hey, I value our relationship and I know I hurt you and I hope you will forgive me. You know what I'm saying? So, ladies and gentlemen, what we're trying to do is give you a blueprint on how to apologize to individuals and understand your own uh, language in apology. So that forgiveness, what do you think about that? Um, I know that you say that it's um, the easiest for you, but it's very difficult for a lot of people mm-hmm. because it puts them in a vulnerable state um, that I am depending on someone else to relinquish me or to relieve me of my wrongdoing or to, you know, I, I am at someone else's mercy. And a lot of people are not okay with that. So it's hard for them to ask. They rather just apologize than ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And then we also hear that term all the time. It's better to um, to uh, ask uh, for, for permission. But people, even when they do that, they don't go back and ask for permission. I mean, for forgiveness. They're right. like, well, I just did it because, you know, whatever. Well, I'm sorry. My bad. You know, sorry, not sorry. But that mm-hmm. forgiveness piece. Is because you are giving that power over to someone else right? to say yay or nay. And then the other thing is that people are not ready for, I don't forgive you. Right. And I've said that too. And it's my right because some people I feel like did not sincerely apologize to me because their behavior didn't change. I didn't feel it in their tone, you know, or their actions. And so I'm like, no, I don't forgive you because I don't feel like it's sincere. You know, and so that, too, puts you at a very vulnerable state because it's almost like someone is rejecting you, you know, and we don't like to feel rejected. Well, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Some people don't. And I say the reason why it's easy for me is Mm -hmm. because um, I had to get to the place and we all have to find our own spaces. So I had to get to the place where if I'm cognizant of what I did Mm -hmm. and I see that a person is hurting Hey, I need to know, do you, do you forgive me? Because that was not my intent. You're mature. Say what now? You're mature. Right. But, but, right. So that's what I'm saying. That's why it's easy for me, but individuals are on their different, um, their levels. But again, it took me time to get there because I know that's what I like and what I like to receive, but I am, I am aware of what I do. And I don't like excuses. So if I don't like excuses from other people, I'd be damned if I make excuses for myself. Uh So I need to put myself aside and say, wait a minute, I did something unintentionally. Yes. And this person hurt. 
So I need to make sure I go to them and say, hey, look, do you forgive me? And then the flip side of it, if they bring it to my attention and my willingness to say, yo, are we good? Because I didn't mean to do that. You know what I'm saying? Are we good? And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, when I gave that script, as far as things to say, find your own language yes. of, of communicating forgiveness. Okay. Find your own language. Like me, I can talk to my boys and say, yo, we straight, man, because I didn't mean to do that. You know, oh, and then that's when that opens up the conversation. If it, it could have been something misconstrued, a miscommunication, if you will. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, look, I just didn't want you to think that because that wasn't my intent. You, you get what I'm saying? So, but we have to be able to open up that dialogue to do that. And it is for asking forgiveness again. You know, people don't like to admit that they're wrong, but the power in asking for forgiveness is, you know, amazing. It relieves you of the guilt and the shame of that act. And it also allows that person to relinquish the anger or the hurt that they're feeling. And you guys can come together and find a, a workable solution for you guys so that you don't have that, that same infraction again. Um, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. If you're sincere, you know, just don't be, oh, forgive me for this, forgive me for this, forgive me for this, forgive me. Then it loses its power. It loses its effectiveness. It loses, you know, especially when you just use it, you know, tossing out like this and like, you get one, you get one, you do it. Everybody gets one, you know. But um, when you really, really have a spirit of forgiveness um, and you translate that into a way, all the things that you said, you know, um, a way that your partner can understand that. You know, and like I said, for me, physical touch is everything. And I go back to instances where I can actually remember it was, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Will you forgive me? And that was that hug where I felt the connection that says, I truly am sorry for hurting you. You know what I mean? And I'm really asking for your forgiveness. And I'm not going to do that again. You know, I didn't know that it would hurt you so much. And I apologize. And I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. But then I think, well, why don't you just forgive me then? I mean, you know, I mean, will you forgive me? Because, you know, I ain't mean to do it anyway. It just kind of happened. And that's the one I'm like, ah. you know, and, and and yes. And there's individuals, there's individuals out there to what you were saying earlier. Uh -huh. They are afraid of that because it, it's almost like, you know, being a vulnerable. So Absolutely. they don't want to open it all up. They just want to unbutton a couple of buttons. Yeah. See, like, now look, you forgive me already because look, I'm ready to move on from this. Wait, no, right. chill out. So <laughs> look, the reason why it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost like that usher let it burn. You know, not you know, I want you to feel this because I've been feeling this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it takes both of us to get it right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to think about something. When an individual say that they are sorry, okay, based off of where it's coming from, would determine the validity in it so for example if they're just saying it just to say it and you hear it it's just connecting to it's just body to body right meaning as far as the senses you can hear it and if they're in front of you you can see them saying it right so you can hear them and say right but now taking it a step further to like what you were saying when you feel it when it's speaking to your spirit that means yes. you know that person truly feels regret or they truly want to mend the relationship because it's coming from their spirit to yours. You see what I'm saying? But also, and I will always bring this back to you as the receiver, you have to be willing to have your spirit open to receive it. 
You right. see? So don't have ass listen to it because you not ready. You see what I'm saying? Now, 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 it, you see, because listen, we do that. Keep yeah. in mind, we do that. We can, someone could have done us wrong and we hold on to it and say, nope, I ain't ready. Nope, I want some more. I want some more. Chill out. You yeah. see? Because life is too short. And things, it, it, this life is not guaranteed. You woke up this morning, congratulations, no one said you had to. But the fact that you're here now, take this and grow from it, but don't build more blocks and expect someone to keep on climbing. Yeah. Because sooner or later, a person say, look, okay, hey, I said, I'm sorry. I asked how we can mend this. You get me, and, and I'm asking you how we can get this together, not ask for your forgiveness. That's all of them. Peace. You feel me? Now that's done. Now, when do you accept it? And 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 that's that's that one. If you feel like it's sincere, you know. And then you have to again evaluate yourself. You have to do some introspection. You know, why am I wanting this person to suffer when I know how that feels? Mm-hmm. Why is it bringing me a certain pleasure? You know, to to watch them grovel for this amount of time. You know, what is it about me that's that's you know? Because me, I'm like, I don't want to argue. You know, like, oh, let's not argue. Okay. I'm sorry, you know, I was, you know, let, let's just, no, 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 no. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Just, you know, it's not something that we need to fight over. You know what I mean? Because I don't want anybody to feel that type of pain. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel that type of pain anymore. Yes, we have to deal with it. Yes, we need to sincerely apologize. But I'm not trying to, at this point in my life, I'm not trying to, that tension and that that stuff that you feel when there's that stuff going on, I like, I need to cut that short and I need to get to the loving part. You know what I mean? I need to get back to where we are because that's time wasted. And like we, like you said, with everything going on, we don't know how long we have. We don't know what time we have. Why am I going to spend all those precious moments being mad? Or, you know, when a person has truly tried to apologize and do all these things, behaviors change, they said all the things that they need to say, you know, all that. Why am I still holding on to that? You know, and sometimes we got to look at where that comes from. Mm -hmm. And typically it's not the other person. It's something in us. That mm-hmm. won't let us to release that hurt or that pain, something that won't let us forgive, won't let us, you know, and that means that we have some work to do on ourselves to mm-hmm. uncover the things, you know, past traumas and hurts and things like that so that we can get to a place where we're filled with more love you know, and less hurt and pain. And so when somebody offends us, we can say, well, you know, I've probably been in that situation before, you know, and I know how it is to be on the receiving end. I'm not going to have you groveling all this and all that wasting precious time. You know, let me work on a few things for a minute. You know, let me get over myself. And when I say I forgive, I'm done with it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm done with it. And I'm not going to keep busting you upside the head with it, everything. So, you know, at the end of the day, you walk away and now I lost a good friend, a good husband, a good, you know, whatever. No, let's get to the loving part. And I'm not saying it's that easy, but it's a choice. And so I choose now that uh, that's how I operate. Yes. I'm not going to do that anymore. Like that whole long and whatever, because pain sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> it is. It's bad. And, and so, like you said, you have to get to the point where you're able to move on but move on in the realm of understanding. Like, hey, we've been through this and we made some restitution, if you will, right? We did this. Now, life is going to continue, right? Life is going to continue and, you know, different situations may come up that may be foreign 
All right. It may be uncharted territory, if you will. Keep in mind what happened before. Is it the same situation? How much have you grown from that? And did this person really put effort in making it right? You see, really making it right. Because if the same, if another situation happened and then the same thing happened like you did again, so that means all of this chit chat we did, this whole come to Jesus together, you know, we didn't cry and we didn't hug and we didn't made some, you know, we, we went to go eat, you know, we did everything. Here it is two months later and we back at it again. Come on now. So you, you, yes, give grace, but you also have to make sure you have a standard. You're right. Listen too. <laughs> so, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we're talking about. We're we're talking about the apologies, but also how to arm yourself. Yes. You understand? Arm yourself to know who you are and what you deal with and how to deal with it. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us know while we still have time. Let us know what you've learned from today. Did you learn anything new about you? Did you learn anything about your 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 apology language and what you need? Because we have to be able to, after taking this information, how do we create the environment to allow individuals to apologize the right way? And sometimes we need to go back and apologize. You know, yeah. we'll talk. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear this stuff, you'd be like, oh, no wonder why that person was so mad at me. You no. know, I didn't take the time to get to know what it was. You know, I'm just giving them. You you learn a person's oftentimes um, language of apology by the way that they apologize. That's right. If it's different than yours and you're giving them yours and you wonder why there's some rift. You might have to go back and look at that a little bit and say, okay, you know what? We had this issue back in the day. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I know that we haven't been the same and, you know, there's been some things, but I want you to know that maybe I learned something about apologies and maybe I didn't apologize the right way. Is there anything that I can do because this relationship, this friendship, this, you know, work, coworker, whatever is important to me? What is it that I can do to make this right? And that's the deal. Yes. And, and, and now, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about some higher level awareness. This yes. is higher level. It's not like, OK, you about to just walk into this like 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 you got it like that. You may. But think about those relationships to, to Camille's point. Think about those relationships that are gone and you don't know why. Yep. You, you don't know why. So, you know, and not, not saying to go back and, you know, um, appease an, an individual. But if you truly learn something from the day and, and learn something about yourself, is that relationship worth it to mend it? You know, and then watch this. Do your part, because if you think about it, you may be holding on to something when uh, one conversation, it may not go the way you think it's going to go, but it may release you. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Does. May release you like, wow, I'm so glad I just opened it up and look, they wasn't ready to receive it, but hey, I'm ready to receive myself. And part of me moving forward, I got to let go of this mess because it's holding me down. Bag lady. Bag lady. Bags is the regret that you had yeah. for not doing what you needed to do. So yeah. don't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, don't wait. Yep. And then also you have to, when you do that, you have to be prepared for that person to not accept your apology. Exactly. But point. it's not about at that point, you've done your part. 
mm-hmm. you know, and you can release the guilt of it. You can release the heaviness of it. You can release the shame of it because you went back and you tried to repair or, you know, pay restitution or whatever it was to that person. Now it's up to them to accept it or reject it. And either way, you have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay with the, but, but you got to be, don't be, well, I try to apologize and how, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. No, because it may have been years and, you know, what you did or offended them have festered for years and they still dealing with that. You know, give them time. Like you said, give them time, let them and they may or may not come back to you. And that's okay. But you did the right thing by going back and trying to make that right and repairing that relationship. But I want to say I want to say this. We have a few more minutes before we have this. Nice announcement that we're going to make. Um, but if you guys want to call in and share, I see some good comments in the, um, you know, in the comment section and things like that. So um, if you guys want to call in real quick, give us an example of something maybe that happened to you, how it turned out, maybe something that you learned. You know, we'd love to hear from you. You know, um, this is about learning for all of us. Everybody's perspective is is important because it gives us different tools to use to try, um, especially when it comes to people. There's no one size fits all. Mm -hmm. There's no one formula that's going to fit for every person. And so all of these experiences really help us to grow as a community, you know, community. So um, but yeah, some some great stuff I'm reading in these comments and everything. And I hope that everybody goes back and there are probably some things that you can do to mend some relationships, even in your family units. Yeah, absolutely. And we got to apologize to our kids sometimes Mm -hmm. Learn to do that as well. I I haven't done it all right. And sometimes, like, baby, I'm sorry. You and know, you know, I mean that. <laughs> and I'm glad that you said that because we there's individuals in our lives, and I'm sure we know of them. There's individuals in our lives that's holding on to something mm-hmm. because they never receive the apology from a loved one. And then so since they since they did not receive that apology from the loved one, now Hello. That, that, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> right, one moment. One moment. Like, oh. <laughs> so, so because they never received that apology from the loved one and that that loved one is now passed, now they have children. Yeah. Yeah. And they have children now and now their children are receiving the brunt end of that just because you didn't receive what you need. You need to be yeah. able to let your child know, hey baby, I'm going through something and what I'm going through is not your fault. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not your fault. But this is your mom. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing very well. I got a good one for you. Um, And that you may relate to this one. I'm the uh, president of a super neighborhood, 43,000 people. And so I was in a meeting last Saturday with my youngest daughter. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I was facilitating meeting. I had a little bump in the road. And, and I flex my, my muscles. Kiana said that uh, my testosterone, my testosterone was a little too high mm-hmm. <laughs> in dealing with my vice president. And so she helped me to see, you know, because sometimes I don't see it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I just think I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. But she called me out and she said, Mommy, you need to call him back. She said, because I saw the look on his face. I didn't see it. I was just reacting. Yeah. And so I, I did. I, I made the apology. I went back to him. And made the apology, and he said, you know, Jackie, it's all good, it's, it's okay. But I also know by just the way he said, it's all good and it's okay, mm-hmm. that I know that I have to change my behavior when I deal with him. So anyway, so what I told her I did, and she said, Mom, I'm so proud of you. So I'm glad, you know, sometimes other people, we need other people in our lives to help us see those areas and be open to it and to be able to make the correct uh, type of apology. But I'm going, this, uh, um, the apology uh, language really 
next time he and I are in a meeting together. So <laughs> thank good. you, Senator Jack. No, no, thank you. Thank you for yeah, calling. That's, that's important, too. I, I do that at work a lot of times, yeah. especially, you know, in the military with senior leaders or supervisors and stuff like that. They'll say stuff and be so harsh to people. And I go up to them and I'm like, you owe them an apology. Like you owe them an apology. That was not okay. The way right. they were, well, I got, uh, uh, there's no excuse for that. No excuse. You just completely deflated that person, embarrassed them, you know, did all the and for what? Why would you talk to somebody yes, like that? Yes. So I often pull people to the side and help them to see. And then I also hope that other people do too. But what I know when people say that about me, because they know that I genuinely, um, I, I, I'm really choosing, I try to really read the person, they'll go, Sergeant Thomas. I said, yes. They were like, are you okay today? And I'm like, huh? They were like, are you okay? You were a little snappy. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I will go back to that person and say, you know, I do have a lot of things going on. And if I snapped at you or if you felt some type of way, please let me know so that I can apologize. It wasn't directed at you. And oftentimes they go, it's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. I need to make sure that you know that it was not about you. It was about me. And I apologize. And right. so that has kept a lot of relationships that it takes other people yes. sometimes to point it out to yes, us. Yes, it does. We got another caller. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Seth and Camille. This is Rosie. Hey, how um, are you? Go ahead. I really, I'm good. I'm very lost this question today um, because I, I, I've never heard of the book, but I've read the five love languages before, but not the five apologies. Uh-huh. Um, but that's, I, I'm definitely getting the book. But I've been trying to do this with my dad and not even knowing that's what I was trying to, to do with him, right? To have him apologize the way I would want to receive it. But he would not understand, like, you know, in this whole building our relationship and, um, you know, like, moving on as a family, I keep telling him, this is what we need to say. But he would not say it. But yes, so he wants, you know, for us to forgive him and to mend the relationship and everything. And I'm like, you're just not saying it the way that we want you to. So, mm. I mean, you know, I just had to move on. But I mean, I, I do forgive him for what what happened in the past. It's just that he would not understand what we're looking for as far as an apology from him. Yes. So, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, this, is a, this is a good topic. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. And you know what? You're absolutely right. And and that happens because, listen, everyone, we are dealing in our own universe. And sometimes we are just orbiting around someone else's universe. So we cannot expect them to be on our page, especially when we are giving them everything they could use. And if they refuse to use it, it's not their fault. Now the burden is on you. How long do you keep trying to give them tools and tools? But now this is the deal. Realize when they're saying things at their level, if that makes sense. If they're saying it at their level, you don't have to uh, demonize them, if you will, to say, well, look, I, this is how I know that you are sorry to me. So that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's your father. No one knows how the world is going to change. I had to do the same thing with my mother. And she has done it since done the same thing, even though she passed, but she had to do the same thing with her mother. So we have to realize where people are, love them where they are, give them the ammunition to come up. But if they refuse to come up, that is not your responsibility. Yeah. And Rosie, I was also going to say, too, now that you've, um, you know, seen or heard this information, you know, can you look back to your father and what you say? 
and see how he has apologized or see what his language of apology is. Maybe it wasn't in a way that you can uh, accept it or feel it at the time, but now that you're aware of the different types of apologies, can you look back and say, my dad did apologize and he was really sincere. I just didn't know the way he expressed it. You know, it didn't resonate with me because I didn't understand that there are different ways to apologize. Yeah. Can you see that now, Rosa? Yeah. You said you forgive him, but can you see Definitely. that? Huh? Definitely. I mean, I, can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Definitely. I can um, see that, you know, like I think you guys mentioned it. Sometimes we see, we want people to see it the way we feel it or want them to see it our way and do it exactly like that but they communicate differently and so maybe i was blinded to my my way and want him to do exactly the way i felt like it you know it, i needed to to hear it or receive it right but um definitely i i, I sense that he was trying to apologize it was you know like you're not saying it the way i want you to say it okay <laughs> well glad definitely helpful i'm glad it did but thank you for calling Thank yes. you for calling. So we, we got we got time for one more. We got time for one more. I know someone wanted to call in, right? Here's the number. Here's the number. So the number is 618-792-6747. And something else I wanted to say too, real quick about what your mother said. We have to make sure we have trusted individuals in our circle. We have to because them those individuals are able to see our blind spots. So we have to be willing to hear those blind spots. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Seth. Hey, how you doing? Well, thank you. This is Ardrina. All right. So what you got? So um, with the question of having to apologize or knowing when, or having apologized in the past, um, I was dating someone and I was becoming a stickler on boundaries on um, making sure that others respecting my boundaries. So no becoming a statement. Well, I'm getting to know this person and we end up having, I guess a challenging conversation. Mm -hmm. And their response was something that I found myself I did not like. And so I'm steady like, well, trying to get another response out of them to where it's like, they're like finally to where he was like, I've already said what I had to say. I'm done with this conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's how it ended. And the next day I end up, or when next time we talk, maybe like two days, I found myself um, apologizing to him. And really what it was, was that how can I tell someone to respect my boundaries yet? I'm trying to sit here and go against your boundaries. Mm. And so that was something that, um, it really helped our, you know, our friendship, our relationship. And I felt like, I felt good about it because it was just like, you can't request something or tell the universe or even people that I want this, I want this, but they're doing a complete opposite. Hey, you see what I'm saying? That is a awareness. <laughs> so congratulations. Uh, moment. <laughs> 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 yes, and but that's what it takes, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you want something, ask yourself, am I preventing what I want? Because sometimes you got the keys, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But no, that's dope. That's dope. What you were going to say to her point, Camille? No, I would just say it, it is. And then, you know, if you were on the other, other shoot, you know, um, and you were doing the same as him, would you 
react the same way. You know, I said, that's a different level of growth and maturity, mm-hmm. you know, seeing that other person's side too. And then also looking at me and going, okay, this is what I asked for. This is what I want. Am I getting in my own way? Mm-hmm. You know, am I getting in my own way? And is it really worth this relationship? Or is this something that we can both work on, talk about and both work on, um, you know, and then move forward from here. So that's one of those aha moments, you know? And so- yes. I love I love those moments too. I have them too sometimes, and I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, but yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to close this up, I do want to say thank you all for being on and stick around too, because we have a great announcement. But again, think about what you may have learned this morning and your apology languages and just giving a quick um, uh, uh, rehash of what we talked about, expressing regret, making restitution, accepting responsibility, genuinely repenting and requesting forgiveness. All right. So ask yourself, take the time, take the quiz, find out where you are and then think about what type of relationships that are still floating in the air that you can bring down to mend if it's necessary and worth it. All right. But I do want to thank you all for being on. But to you, Camille. All right. So I was going to say, and if you ain't sure, hit them all. I'm sorry. It's my fault. How can I change? You know, or I'm sorry, how can I make it right? How can I change? And will you forgive me? So that's an easy little, uh, you know, thing to remember. Hit them all. You're sure to get one. You know what I mean? But anyway, so uh, thank you, Lashana. Um, But we have a special announcement today. So as you guys know, you know, Seth and I do a lot of training outside of Sanity Check. So we put together a webinar. We are doing a webinar during this time. A lot of people are very stressed out. It's a lot going on in the world. It's a lot going on in our families, in our work centers, having to adjust with school, virtual schools and, you know, teleworking from home. So we are launching a coping with COVID-19 webinar. OK, and so it is scheduled for November 20th at noon today. You guys will if you come back to the Sanity Check page, you will see a flyer out there with a registration. And um, unfortunately, I know it's a lot of people on here, but we have spots for only 30 people at a very, very special price um, for you guys. And so if you want to, again, 12 o'clock today, you should- that's Eastern, right? That's Eastern time, 12 o'clock Eastern. You should see a flyer pop up and there is a registration button on there. Again, the first 30 people. And when I say it's at a very special price, it is at a very, very special price um, just for you guys, because we really want to help people to get through this. I know that uh, we do sanity check every week, you know, and we try to give people tools and you build resilience in them, build resilient minds so that we can handle some of life's issues. But this one really is a more pointed uh, webinar. It's going to be an hour and a half as well, um, November 20th, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So as soon as that thing comes on at 12 o'clock, I yes. would suggest that you guys boop, boop, register, you know, get on in there um, because only 30 people can in, can attend. Absolutely. So uh, this so, is our gift to you guys. And um, I hope that you guys will register and uh, come on in. Come on in. Right. So I want to say, listen too, ladies and gentlemen, want to make sure that you understand the type of uh, mode that it would be because it's only 30 individuals. It won't be live. All right. It won't be live. We're going to be going via Zoom. So it's going to be closed, intimate. But now we're going to be able to have true dialogue. 
You understand? A true, true dialogue. And listen, coping through this COVID is crazy right now, but we want to give you those tools to that you can take for yourself and that you can implement throughout your life and then that you can teach others because it's very, very important. So make sure you register. Make sure you do. It's going to be a very, very good time. I guarantee that. So, but ladies and gentlemen, that is our time. We love you. Love you. Make sure you share this. This was some good stuff. Okay. Real good stuff. And get out your feelings. Right. Because listen, if you ain't said you sorry yet and, and you need to let it happen, you understand before life, you know, take it away and take that opportunity away from you because it does happen. But until then, we talk to you soon and we will see y'all next week. Yeah. All right.